Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Out of many greats, one remains. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13 says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Recently, the position of superintendent of public schools in our area became vacant. One outstanding woman was appointed to serve until someone was permanently appointed. Soon, they opened it up for applications, and after careful vetting, the field came down to 39 candidates. Through a rigorous process of elimination, that field was further narrowed down to four strong candidates, three men and a woman. Then another round of vetting, and it came down to three. And even more recently, there were two finalists. Well, one was chosen. It was clear that the two finalists were strong and highly qualified, but in the end, the interim superintendent, she prevailed. It was an interesting process. 1 Corinthians 13 is easily the toughest and most detailed treatment of love. It reads like a textbook and is available for all to see. Love competes. It has to. Because in life, we can find attributes and characteristics that are great, outstanding, desirable. It starts off with a parade of attributes, and there are four main candidates. The first top candidate is the one who is popular among the people. This candidate is charismatic, has the gift of persuasion, and can mesmerize an audience with his communication skills. Surely he can be tops, right? He lost to love. The second candidate is one who is highly qualified. He can see into the future. He's well-educated, has a lot of knowledge, and he has a strong faith base. He comes highly recommended, but he too lost to love. What's going on here? Two strong candidates were just defeated by love? Let us see how the third candidate fares. He is by far the most significant contender, very thoughtful and considerate, altruistic and generous to a fault. But alas, he has one flaw, one tiny flaw which you could overlook. He brags about all he does, like your typical politician or the seasoned philanthropist. Well, it was clear that love was going to prevail. No brainer there. So let us look more seriously at this thing called love. Love is seen in 13 different scenarios. Love is patient as in a good parent. Love is kind like a good big brother or sister. Love does not envy. I can celebrate with you your successes even though you are up there and I am down here. I am proud of you. Love is not boastful. When me and my well-accomplished friend are hanging out, he doesn't brag about his accomplishments to make me feel inferior. Love is not proud. This pastor who heads a great church and loves his flock, will you never see him behaving as if he's better than the least member of his congregation. He's cool like that, humble guy. Love does not dishonor others. Ooh, my leader who is always praising the team, every member. Love is not self-seeking. I have a friend who is always willing to let others go before him and he's just happy to know that they are happy. Love is not easily angered. Mm. That is the wife whose husband lets her down over and over again and she does not get mad. She just keeps on 
loving him. Love keeps no record of wrong. You know when you try to apologize and your friend says, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Love tells you when you're wrong because love is truth. If your husband loves you like how Christ loves the church, then you are in a marriage with four solid walls that always survives challenges. The wall of protection, the wall of trust, the wall of hope, the wall of perseverance. You live inside these four walls and you have a solid relationship always. Well, when all is said and done, if you have a spouse, a friend, a parent, a sibling, a leader who is always showing love no matter what the circumstances, then you can say that that love comes true every time. That love you experience from that person never fails. Always reliable and true to the word. You see, there are many good things in this life, including prophecies and speaking in tongues. These are some people who are strong in their faith, but those admirable and valuable features that they can end because they will eventually give way to the presence of God. Life is of such that we change, but at every stage of our lives, whether childhood, young adulthood, middle age, or a senior citizen, we may change, but one thing remains is the need for love. We need the love that makes us feel special. We need the love that lets us know that I will never leave you nor forsake you. We need the love that says, I will protect you even when you're going through the most difficult circumstances. We need the love when all around you seems hopeless, when the storm is raging, when you can't seem to find your way. We need love. So the writer concludes, just like the search for a winner, that there are three strong contenders for the number one position, faith, hope, love. Examine them carefully. Which one means most to you? The answer is undoubtedly love. Why is that so? Why does love prevail over all others? Here is the answer. God is love. Love is an expression of God and godliness. You can have it all and more, but if you don't have love for others, then you have nothing. If you don't have God, then you are back to square one. Your life is meaningless without love. Your life is meaningless without God. Love is God in relationships. Love is God when you are lonely and things don't seem to be going your way. The presence of love is the presence of God. And if you have God, then you need not fear anything because God is love and perfect love drives out fear. The greatest of all, my friend, is love. The greatest of all is God.